Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. What's up, everybody? How we doing? How are we doing? I'm doing damn good. That's good. How are you doing? I think I'm doing good. Yeah. And they're just not like... They gave you, did they give you plumber butt? Plumber butt? Yeah, you know when the bump, plumber's butt's always out? No. Oh. You <laughs> said they kept falling down. Well, they just feel like they are, because like, they're kind of like stretchy legging type jeans, and I was like, I want to be cozy, so I'm putting cozy pants on. Fascinating. So that's what I did. Nice. <laughs> Yo, so I'm Tom. I'm Andrea. And this is We Drink and We Know Things. The podcast. Yeah. If you're new, welcome. What up? What up? If you're what returning, up? welcome back. What's good? Good to see you. So last week, I did not contribute a story to the to the overall show. You did not. No, I did not. Uh, so this week, I'm well, going to be telling you a story. Just to, you, we, we can talk some other shit, but I just want to say I'm, I'm oh, going to yeah. be the one telling stories this week. I mean, you had, you had what you were going to do and everything. We just it was going to be super long if yeah, we did both stories. So shit. hopefully you guys enjoyed mine last week, which oh was not not a nice story. Nothing nice. <laughs> Nothing nice. Um, what do we want to know? Mean girls. Those girls were so mean. Yeah, for sure. If you haven't listened, go back and listen. Yeah, man. Um, what else is new, man? Um, we watched the justice league insanely long four hour long justice Snyder cut only took us eight and a half hours to watch it justice league movie oh my god so we play D, which we've talked about say it again the fans are wanting it they want a D <laughs> live stream at least two people well, that listen to the show have said so. i can tell you uh, last this last nah. session would not have been good live because nah. Um, it was a shit show. Our friends were, they were both drunk when they got here. They before we even drunk. started. And and I write the whole game. Like, yeah. I write it. It's not just like we're, it's not my, my, right. it's all in my brain. It was super so. fun. I had a good time. Yeah, but it was a great game. We, so we played D&D the night before we watched the, it was the Friday night before yeah. we watched Justice League. And so then the same friend that plays with us wanted to come over and watch it yep. with us. Which had always been the plan. Yeah. But like... So they, sh- he comes over, it was like noon. Yeah. And like, was had already, was still drunk. I think you both were still drunk from the night before. I was before. still quite drunk from the night before. He like woke me up. I was like, all right, I'm just going to get ready and then I'll come down and we can start it. And it took us so damn long to get through this movie. Dude, it took us all fuck. It's the only thing we got done. Mainly because it's four hours long. But True. then also like, we had to order food and then we, ate, we had to get the food and then like, we always, like somebody would have to take a pee we, break. Somebody we, would have to take none a, of us could get on the same fucking pee schedule. No, somebody had to take a fill up the drink break. Then we would pause it to talk about something or, yeah, you know. Yeah. Because I don't, I mean, I'm way more into Marvel than I am Every I think most DC. folks, I think most folks are. Yeah. But, but growing up, Superman, Superman has always been my they favorite. They did Superman right, albeit you only see him for like 30 I, I, minutes. Don't but, do spoilers. I mean, you only see him for like 10 minutes in yeah. G, so. But I never saw the original. If you don't know, just it was re-released by was the dope. guy who was originally Everybody. supposed Unless to do it. Unless you've been living on a rock or you don't fuck with comic book movies. This has been a big deal, big reveal. And also, uh, in that same vein, we also got fucking um, Winter Soldier and Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, it's yeah. The same fucking week. So we watched both of those back to back. No. We didn't. Mm-hmm. No, we watched it before we played D and D. Ah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That whole he also two days with is us. kind of like a nerd blur. It for was me. insane. And then I was like, 
we, somehow you guys, you guys were on the topic of, of Nintendo while I was getting ready. And I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, we, we've been playing. We busted out the old Wii. And I was like, yeah, they, he said, I think he said, Dimitri said something about Mario Party. And I was like, I have Mario Party for the Wii. Oh, fuck. Like the old I one. just now remembered that we even played Mario We Party. played it for so long. Yeah, it was a long fucking weekend. So that's, and I've been, I've been slowly recovering from it. Yeah. It's taken me a long, I, I realized this week I'm not 25 years old. Uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah. But I would say if you like superhero movies, it was dope. Go watch the Sex Snyder cut yeah it was uh, dope. justice league movie i on. really enjoyed it it's I'm... on hbo right hbo, HBO max, max. Yeah, yeah yeah uh another it was good yeah it was great it was dope yeah another fucking cool thing is uh we we went on as guest on somebody else's podcast this past week yeah it's not out yet but no, we're gonna be, be. For a little while but uh the show is called wine time with mcnew yeah uh and we were on there with stephanie mcnew who runs this show and she talks. We talk about pet peeves, shit that gets on our yeah, fucking nerves. Yeah, it was super fun. Yeah, we haven't been on somebody else's podcast in a minute, so that was cool to get she like kind of get back. Super cool and nice. Funny, we had a really fun time doing funny. it. She had jokes. I think she said it might be out like beginning of May, so we'll yeah. let you know when it comes out. So if you guys want to go listen to it, hell yeah. She's also the host of uh, the Bourbon Daily podcast, which is yeah, like, they literally drop episodes all the time. And they're on the Bourbon specific out. network, right? Uh, I think it's their own, but it's the ABV Network channel. I think something cool. like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was cool. That's what's been new. That's what's been good. Uh, yeah. Second week in my new job. I still don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Today, my boss had to duck out, and he was like, hey, bro, do this, that, and the other. And I was like, can I, do I need to take notes on what you just told me? I didn't even, he was like, no, you've done it like three times. Just do this, that, and the other. And I was like, man, I can't even spell what you just, oh, my <laughs> God. I have so much to learn. Uh, so, any tech wizards out there, hit me up if you want to talk about wireless internet. Holla at your boy. <laughs> you ended up watching yeah i got Netflix, all my work done and so we're working at, we're working in his personal space so he like had installed a television and he's a big computer guy and a big just relaxation kind of guy so he has a ping pong table over there there's a tv i mean it's kind of like what like i play ping pong during my work day he made house <laughs> cocktails the other night i mean that was it, it's been a good transition to say the least <laughs> and i worked at a fucking distillery so it's crazy to say but yeah, I've, I've been watching uh, intermittently. I've been watching the movie Chef with your boy. Um, John Favreau. Thank you. I don't know why I blanked on his name. Because uh, I'm a huge fan of his. And we've yeah. been really into cooking and the idea of cooking. And and he and has a show we started watching. The Chef Show. Yeah. Did, I don't know if we talked about that on the last episode, but we were watching it and he was having different... It's the happy medium for Fuck That's Delicious because I've, I've burned Andrea out. <laughs> Um, fuck that's delicious no it's just every episode of fuck that's delicious is the same. this fucking chicken wing is incredible right now are you kidding me <laughs> oh my god i'm so it's just literally me if i were to have infinite resources and go eat for, for, for a tv show <laughs> oh i was gonna say wait what's the oh ah! i'm just kidding i don't have resources <laughs> no but uh we were watching that show and oh it was really funny he had um gwyneth paltrow on who's in iron man with yeah. him and he was talking about how she was in they were in spider-man spider-man together and she was like i wasn't in spider-man he's like yeah you were she's like i wasn't in spider-man like, <laughs> remember yes, we were at the, the very scene, end the you come conference. out and she's like oh my god i don't oh, i didn't even realize like she that's, didn't even know she was in freaking that's how spider-man rich and and you know that woman's never read a marvel comic in her life yeah right i feel like that's the case with so many like mcu characters and superhero characters in general is they're not superhero enthusiasts. Right. So when you get a superhero enthusiast that's in the movie, it's like Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill actually being into Star Wars. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's just such a different thing. Well, right? that that would be like the people who were cast for like the new Star Wars movies. They were probably, you know, they were like yeah. geeked because they, well, of no, course. I, they... I was saying Mark Hamill is a huge Star Wars nerd. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, I meant like, I'm saying like when they cast the people for like The Force Awakens and stuff, they were probably like shitting their pants because it was like. It's fucking Star Wars. Who doesn't know it? Yeah. It's but fucking Star Wars, mate. But yeah, I guess some people who are cast in those movies probably aren't how are you gonna be so in in so many movies you forget what movies you're in i know but that's like also saying how are you gonna have a podcast and not remember your episodes man you could tell me you could tell me that's true you could tell me a story i've told you and i'd probably be like my dad was listening to a older episode where i talk about a penitentiary uh-huh, and uh-huh. whenever I cannot say the fucking word, <laughs> and I don't remember talking about it at all. I think it's in the title or in the subtext, yeah. I think it like, is. Andrea can't pronounce. But I was pen- like, huh. I was like learning new things as I was listening because I couldn't remember it at well, all. I mean, dude, what's crazy? In like two months, we'll have been doing this podcast for three years. That's wild. We take long hibernations from the podcast, though. Sometimes yeah. we'll dip out for a couple months because we just got to get we have to get other shit together. But yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Three years of the pod. If you've been listening since the beginning, holy shit. That is crazy. That's crazy, man. That's hit us up. Let us know. Um, but that's pretty much all the bullshit I have. Yeah, this is when when we don't take breaks. It's like, what do we uh, what do we have um, to talk do, about? Do, do, do we <laughs> yeah, last week. I'm excited for me to not have to have papers yeah. in front of me. You get to just kick it and slurp that wine. Heck yeah! I gotta oh, make sure I don't drink. I'm too drinking much of some it. Pinot Noir tonight. I'm trying to take a break from the Bud Light. Oh, you want to try to do a clinky? Let's go. Oh, that, that was, was delicious. That, fuck that. Hey, fuck that. <laughs> that was a good ass clinky right that there. That was. Oh my goodness. That's the best clinky. Because you're actually ever. drinking something that isn't out of oh, an, an aluminum, aluminum can. Man. <laughs> Hope I never go back. I know I will. Bud Light's like that. Yeah. Bud Light never did me wrong until the next day. Ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to make sure I don't drink too much so I have enough steam in me to cook dinner yeah, after this. Yeah, you're, you're on deck for dinner tonight. Uh, <laughs> so. Okay. So, this week, only drink and we know things of podcast. Oh. <laughs> I'm going oh, to Oh, be... you didn't say this evening. Normally, you say this evening. This evening. Yes, it is evening for us. <laughs> yeah. But the sun the sun is still up. It feels weird to be recording when the sun is still up yeah. for some reason. It's nice, actually. I'm going to be telling you the story of the Isdell woman. The Isdell woman. The Isdell woman. Okay. Yes. So. Never heard of it that I, that I know of. Dope. Yeah. Fucking dope. <laughs> uh, so on the morning of November the 29th, 1970, a professor and his two daughters um, went out hiking. The cat is putting her claw in me. <laughs> oh. They go hiking in this um, very remote part of Norwegia. Norwegia? Norway? Oh, okay. <laughs> And they're going to the uh, Isdalen Valley. Okay, they're going to go hiking in the Indo- the Isdalen Valley. Okay. 1970, 1970. And what happens is early into their hike, as they're just getting started, early in the morning. Now, what's interesting to note really quickly is that this place where they're hiking mm-hmm. is like almost the Norway's version of the Japanese suicide forest. Oh fuck! But this is from a long time ago. Uh huh. It was. I think I, I can't remember what it was called, but it's like the the I like the ice forest or something like. Like this. their version, because they do have people who have that. They they yeah they were who kill themselves. But there? it was like a like a long time ago. Okay. Like not a recent like yeah like Japan like this is a long time yeah. ago. People would go out there and kill themselves. Jeez. Um. So 
They go out there, and this professor and his two daughters, they see a body. Ooh. Uh, the corpse is sprawled across some rocks oh. with its arms extended like a boxer. What? Which is typical for uh, bodies that have been burnt. Like when you oh. have been burnt to death. So the thing... Yeah, okay. So Isdalen is known to some locals as Death Valley. It was a site where people committed suicide in the medieval times. Okay. And in the 1960s, some hikers had fallen to their deaths while trekking in the fog. So it definitely has like this air of kind of creepy. just creepy, creepy, yeah. unusual, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But this woman doesn't really seem to be like a normal hiker. Um, That's for some reason made me think somebody, uh, I think it's a YouTuber I watched. I can't remember the other day they were like, did you guys know that, um, What's the, what's, is it Everest that everybody tries to climb? Yeah, yeah. That, like, there's just bodies everywhere frozen on it. Yeah, like, left everywhere. place. She's like, what the heck? Like, they treat them as markers. So uh-huh, it's just I like, know. You make it to the green jacket, man. I know. Yeah, I know. It's wild. Crazy. But, like, she just didn't know it. It, like, blew her mind. She's like, I'm, this is so, what? I'm like, yeah, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. It is. And that's so, what a fuck, what a fucked up imagery. Like, if yeah, I'm going I mean, up there's... Everest and I'm seeing just dead bodies, like, yeah. Ah. I mean, you're, there's like, your chance that you could end up being absolutely absolutely so they say she doesn't didn't seem like a normal hiker it was out of the way it was an unusual place to have walked Hmm. so they saw her they discovered her they weren't she wasn't in the path or anything like that uh a police officer who was one of the first officers called to the scene recounts that it was an unusual place he remembers a strong smell of burnt flesh the body was only burned on the front. So they wouldn't have had cell phones. So they would have <laughs> right. had to go, so all, had to the go all the way back. So it was like a full day before the police Damn. even arrived there. Yeah. Um, you know, because this is the 70s. No cell phones, none of that. No internet. Right. And it looked like, so the front half of her was what had been burned. Hmm. The back half of her was fine. But Weird. the front had been burned. It looked like she had thrown herself back from a fire, he says, adding that she was so badly burned they could not imagine what she originally looked like. Yikes. Um, man, this is such a saga. Uh, so the scene is cold. By the time that Carl arrived, he's the police officer. Uh, Carl Carl Halver Oz is his name. Uh, so he could not say how long the body had been there for. It was cold? What do you mean? Meaning since it, if there had been a fire... There was no longer a fire. But there wasn't a fire when they found her. There's also not a like I mean when the, the scene people. of a fire. Okay, just her. Yeah, like there's not even like where a fire might have been. Weird. Okay. Okay. So the big question is who was she? And how did she end up there? Right. And what the heck happened? Yeah, buddy. So police find a number of objects at the scene and some of this stuff was almost like it had been arranged. Ooh. Like, methodically, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So, th- of those was a jewelry, a watch, a broken umbrella, and some bottles. And they'd almost been arranged in, like, a really ornate, sort of, like, intentional way. Huh. If that makes sense. Weird. But, yeah. So, um, the woman is not wearing any jewelry. Instead, they have been placed beside her. Okay. So, these items have been laid out. She's, all her jewelry has been taken off. Yeah. The placement and the location of objects surrounding the body was strange. It looked like there had been some kind of ceremony. Said, Ooh. said uh, uh, one of the forensic investigators who was Tormund Bones. 
Wow, so are you kidding Norway me? Right That's there. his name? Tormod jo- Bones. I'm going to put that in the D&D campaign. That's an amazing name. <laughs> so police also find the remains of a pair of rubber boots and nylon stockings. Hmm. She'd been wearing a lot of clothes of synthetic materials, and all of the clothes had been heavily burned, says Tormod. Adding to the mystery is the fact that all of the labels in her clothing uh, had been rubbed, like, had been cut off of her clothes. There was no labels from where anything could have come from. Huh. So it's like, if you want to identify where the shirt comes from, maybe you look at the t- all the tags, all the Weird. identifying insignias had been removed. Yeah. From her clothing, as well as all the bottles, had the labels had been rubbed off of all the bottles. So anything that could have identified where she might have got it, where it might have come from, uh, it was all missing. Weird. The, uh, so, uh, yeah, police find nothing at the scene to indicate who she could have been. Huh. At this point, she's a complete Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, she's so badly burned, and we're in 1970, like... Right, yeah. So, um... So police issue an appeal for eyewitnesses. They say the woman was about five foot four and a half, uh, long brownish black hair, a small round face, brown eyes, and small ears. She appeared they to be... They still knew her eye color? I guess that's good. I don't, uh. I don't want to get into the particulars of how they knew. Okay. Yikes. Uh, she appeared to be somewhere between the age of 25 and 40 and wore her hair... That's a big age range, but I guess if you're burnt. <laughs> yeah, just based on her body type, I would guess. They, yeah. they determined that. In a ponytail, she wore hair in a ponytail with a blue and white print ribbon at the time of death. Without a name, the woman becomes known as the Isdal woman. And this is big news right now because there wasn't a lot of tourism or crime in this area where Mm -hmm. she was. Mm -hmm. It was like, it wasn't a big tourist town. It was the locals. And it wasn't like that place wasn't a place where people would come to like hike. Exactly. As a tourist. Exactly. Exactly. So a few days later, the police find a clue. So they're looking all over the place trying to figure out, well, if maybe she's not from here. Maybe we can, you know, because she didn't really look the part. You know, we're in a certain part of Norway with everybody, blonde hair, blue sure. eyes, yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Similar looking people. Mm-hmm. And she had dark hair, was short, this whole thing. So they say, okay, well, let's look everywhere, obviously. She could have totally been from around here, but... You know, maybe she had been traveling. So they reach out to all these train stations and hotels to see if anybody had any luggage or oh, smart. anything like this. Yeah. So they find two suitcases at Bergen's radio uh, railway station um, at the left luggage department. Oh. One of these suitcases contains prescription-free glasses and a fingerprint on one of the pairs matches the woman's. Whoa. So this is her shit. Holy cow. Okay, they found her shit somehow. What a crazy... Wow. Yeah. The suitcase also contains clothes, several wigs. Ooh. Okay. German and Norwegian money, and Belgian, British, and Swiss coins. Spy! A comb and a hairbrush, cosmetics, some teaspoons... Teaspoons. Teasp- man, people used to collect that shit. Remember people used to collect that shit? People have a spoon collection, like a thimble collection. Oh, yeah. It's like some old people shit. Yeah. So much cooler shit to collect now. Yeah. Isn't that such a bummer for them? No. Oh, I've got a new spoon. Yeah, well. <laughs> Everybody um, has their thing. Yeah, so initially the police were very optimistic because they thought that the suitcases would help them identify the body. Yeah. Says Tormod Bones. I guess there's no, like, yeah. luggage tag. Right, Exactly. And then they realize that 
all of her clothes and belongings, all the labels uh, have been removed. Weird. Everything's gone. Okay. So they can't figure out like, you know, because this isn't in the days of like Amazon or Target or, you know, like there's all these small local vendors and you can figure out, oh, well, she got it at this shop. Yeah. That, that's a lead. Let's take it, you know. Even Walmart pers- wasn't around in the 70s? No, I doubt it was in Europe. Really? I in Europe not. in the 70s? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I don't think it so. Just, it just feels like Walmart was forever. Walmart is forever. And it's, it's like, there wasn't Amazon in the 70s? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> there wasn't Amazon when we were growing up. Dude, no shit. I mean, it was... They used to just sell books. I know, right? Fucking crazy. Uh, even the prescription sticker on the eczema cream, which would have shown the name of the doctor and the patient, had been scraped off. Okay, weird. So they they try to play, they try to trace her belongings. They even contact several major department stores abroad and to see if stores recognize any of the packaging that the woman of the woman's makeup like they hit up all these places just to be like is this what is this your guys's makeup huh and nowhere could find a match what none of the department stores can find a match nobody can figure out fuck all weird yeah so they also find her note a notebook okay 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 and in it it's like coded notes like you know B712 through 6G or something like this in a way, right? Okay. And there's a bunch of it. And they can't fucking make it out. Okay? We'll come back to that later, though. Uh, There is one piece, important piece of evidence that they find. It's a plastic bag from Oscar Rordvitz Footwear Store, a shop in Stavanger. Okay. Is that in These Norway? are all places. I know they sound like crazy fucking yeah. Stavanger. But like they, that's a place where... Like where in close the... to where the, where she was okay. now. Yeah. All right. Hadn't gotten a chance to... You haven't... You're not up on your Norwegian... Oh, no. I was gonna... <laughs> Geography? No. I was going to say she hadn't gotten a chance to make Rub that one unknown yeah. or whatever. It was just a bag. It was just a plastic bag from the store. So the... Yeah, but this person is clearly going through... To great lengths. To not have yeah. any sort of link to anything any for seemingly right seemingly yeah okay the owner's son rolf rodvert rodvet sorry remember selling a pair of rubber boots to a very well-dressed nice-looking woman with dark hair okay okay the boots he sold her appear to match the boots found on the body in the is Dolan Valley. Okay. Police believe that the umbrella found near the body was also bought from the store. Um, Rolf says that the woman made an impression on him because she took a very long time to choose her boots. These oh. boots that she's buying. He was like, it made an impression on him. He's like, he remembers her because she took a long time to buy the boots. Huh. She actually... She just really wanted to make sure she wanted the boots. Looked at him really hard one day and actually came back the next day to buy him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So how to make sure there wasn't better boots somewhere else, you know, she spoke English with an accent he didn't recognize hmm. and had a calm and quiet expression. He tells he later told the BBC. OK, she also he also recalled that she smelled bad. Uh, OK, a very unusual, not bad necessarily, but a very like an un, un he didn't enjoy the way she smelled. Wow. And he recalled Rude. Years, he recalled years later that it was the smell of garlic. Garlic? Yeah, garlic, because there, there wasn't a lot of garlic in this region at the time. People didn't use it. Weird. So this this smell of garlic that she, you know, because when you cook garlic or you eat garlic. Yeah, it's potent. It's potent. And it stays on your, it comes through your pores when you eat it. And yeah. Shit. 
So using this description, police are able to trace the woman to St. Svuthin Hotel nearby where she checked in as Fenella Lorch. And bought a garlic dish. She... Bring me the garlic. She took her spoons and ate garlic. Just eating roasted garlic, Gra- just raw dog in it. Ew, why? It, roasted garlic that is good. That term, though, don't. I don't know where it came from, this raw dog thing in me that I've been saying recently. I'm not going to. let this, Make the cat stop eating the damn microphone. She's feisty right now. Kiki's she so is. feisty right now. She never sits in my lap until we record, and then she's like, she sneaks in here and just wants to be in my lap, but she's yeah. like. She's not like a nice cuddly cat. She like She's, is literally trying to bite me right now, but she, wants to be in my lap. She has fucking chosen chaos right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's licking and biting me. Uh, So she checks into this hotel okay, as, as Fenella Lorch. Fenella Lorch. The problem is that, is that person doesn't exist. Wasn't a real name. Yeah. It emerges, pew, pew, pew. it emerges that the woman had stayed in several hotels in Norway using different aliases. She's a fucking spy, dude. Okay. Now... Okay, okay, fuck. And since most hotels required guests to show a passport Uh-oh. and fill in a checkout form, it means she would have had several fake passports. Yeah, well, she got them wigs, too. Exactly. Now, here's think about this. Fake passports are not easy to get. No. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, they're no, they're kidding. pretty, even in the 70s, they're yeah, pretty official absolutely. fucking document. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, she's, so... He- you have to show like birth certificates and shit to get a passport, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. So she was she knew somebody, so she had a shitload of them, shitload of these different names. Okay, I'm gonna read Did them they, off to you. They found I like they pa- linked, like they linked her to all these okay. different hotel stays. Oh, okay, 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 through, okay, okay. And honestly, I would assume just through investigation. Yeah. Uh, so here are some of her names, and get ready for me to butcher some foreign sounding ass names right okay, now. Okay, here we go. Uh, Genevieve Lanchier from Leuven stayed in the Viking Hotel in Oslo from 21st of March to the 24th of March, 1970. The Viking Hotel, huh? The Viking Hotel. Claudia Tilt from Brussels stayed in the Hotel Bristol in Bergen from 24 to 25 of March. Claudia Tilt from Brussels. Stayed in Hotel Scandia Bergen from the 25th of March to the 1st of April. We're still in 1970. Mm-hmm. She's on it. She's traveling. She's going from hotel sure. to hotel to hotel. Yeah. And using she's all these. She's not lingering. She's fucking not lingering, bro. Uh, Claudia Nielsen from Ghent stayed in KNA Hotelet Stavanger uh, from the 29th to the 30th of October. So there's a little bit of a window here. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex- Alexia Zarn Marquez. From Lib- Libyana, stayed in the Neptune Hotel Bergen from October 30th to the 5th of November. There's also uh, Vera Jarl, Fenella Lorch, Miss Leenhaufer, and um, yeah, she later it was Elizabeth Leenhaufer from Osted stayed in the hotel. So, just to put it, she has, like, fucking ten different IDs. Right. Traveling all over the fucking place and staying in these hotels. The woman... So, at one of these hotels, the woman... this She left this really strong impression on Alfred Ragnes, who was 21 years old, a 21-year-old waitress. My first impression of her was one of elegance and self-assuredness, she tells the BBC. She looked so fashionable. Nicer than the other guy. I was like, she smelled bad. She smelled bad. Yeah, I wish to be able to mimic her style. In fact, I remember her winking at me. From my perspective, it felt as though she thought I had been staring a bit too much at her. So if she's a spy, 
Mm-hmm. She's kind of carrying herself not at all like a fucking spy. Or, She's elegant. She wants to be seen. Yeah. Um, or confidently in her disguises. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. So on one occasion while I was serving her, she was in the dining hall sitting right next to, but not interacting with, two German Navy personnel, one of which was an officer. Okay. Just a little, just, hmm. a, little, just a little clue, clue sprinkle right there. A little bay season salt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> police questioned several hotel staff who had met the Esdell woman, including uh, Alvahad, which is who I just talked about. They learned that in addition to speaking English, the woman also used some German phrases as well as they all kind of collectively say that they she spoke it in a language they didn't understand. Okay. So that's not to say that she's speaking some fucking fake language, but to say that she's speaking in a language that these people don't understand. All I'm picturing is Elsa from uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's uh, dude, this is that is the absolutely correct. Yeah. I also want to just point out that you have disposed of three different pieces of Paper in, paper three, different in ways. three different ways. You flipped one backwards and put it behind your papers. You put one in your lap and you put one on the floor. I'm keeping you on your toes. <laughs> yes. So the next clue is the note. Note. There was a note. So the, by now there's a lot of rumors that she's a spy. Well, fuck yeah. Right. It feels right. There weren't too many. I started it. Also, one of the things that makes me go back to the thing that makes me think maybe she wasn't a spy mm-hmm. is that she acted kind of erratically at times. Mm-hmm. In almost every one of her hotel stays, she would remove furniture from the hotel room. What? Be at a table or like, a chair. And, and just put like it, put, put it, it outside. Hall, put it in the hallway. What yep. a fucking weirdo. And then when she would leave the hotel, she would take it she with would her. put it back. I'm just kidding. She just, so, she just has like a whole like, van of like weird. Yeah. She's just actually is just trying to steal furniture. So that's why she has all these diseases. Right. <laughs> she has like an art dealer coming by. No, I don't want it. Put it back in the room. Uh, but one of the, one of my thoughts is that maybe she thought shit was bugged. She's like, oh. oh, they bugged today. So I'll put this out here so they don't hear what I'm doing. I'll bring it back in. You know, I don't know. Huh. So. There weren't too many foreign tourists, as I said, in Bergen, which is where this place is. is uh-huh. And the fact that the woman seemed wealthy and well-traveled sparked a lot of speculation. Uh-huh. This was during the Cold War, and there were definitely a lot of spies in Norway, including Russian spies, says Gunnar Stalson, a Bergen-based crime author who was a, use of a university student at the time. There was also Israeli agents operating in Norway, uh, as shown three years later when Mossad killed agents, a man in... When agents killed a man in Lillehammer, they had mistaken for a tourist, he adds. Norwegian intelligence services are investigating too, but will not admit it until decades later. So there were like fucking Israeli spies murking people in Norway at the oh, same okay. time. So there's spies all over the place. I know I fucking chopped that up terribly, but. Well, I, I felt like you were reading an article. And not, like <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know, like a, yeah. about it at the time, but okay. So according to NRK, which uh, security services, we're interested in a report that women that the woman had been seen observing the military test out new rockets in Western Norway. So there's a there's a thought. Wait, what? Yeah, let me let me let me run that back. According to NRK, security services were interested in reports that the woman had been seen observing the military test out new rockets in Western Norway. That she had been there seeing at a military, the military test. test out rockets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what? there weren't any clear conclusions that it was her. There was a woman there, and they were like, oh, was it fucking, was it maybe her? Oh, okay. Police eventually cracked some of the coded note that okay. she had, but it didn't provide any evidence that she was actually a spy. Okay. So it, uh, instead, it appeared to be a record of the places the woman had, vin- had visited. For example, 
O-22-O-28-P uh, are dates, the 22nd through the 28th of October, and she was in Paris. Hmm. So O-29-P-S is the day she traveled from Paris to Stavanger, and O-29-S matches the day she arrived in Stavanger. So it was just her, like, chronicling her travels, essentially. Okay. In a weird shorthand. Okay. October 29th, Paris. October 29th, okay. Stavanger, right? Weird, okay. And then O three B O zero sorry whoa words O three zero B N five matches her stay in Bergen from the thirtieth of October to the fifth of November. Gotcha. So police send a description of the woman and sketches of what they think she might have looked like to several police forces abroad, but none of them say they can identify the woman. So Bummer. nobody knows what's up. Yeah. Nobody knows who she is, what's going on, what she's about. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. Kind of fucked up. Meanwhile, the investigators complete an examination of her body. So they find an unexplained bruise on the right side of her neck that could have been the result of a blow or a fall. Huh. There are no signs that the woman had been ill. So she was in good health. The autopsy also finds that she'd never been pregnant or had a child. Okay. Right? Uh, her death was likely to have been a painful one. Uh, fucking obviously. Yeah. You could have just left that one out. We knew that. Well, uh, I mean, sometimes people, it yeah. could have been that, like, they were trying to get rid of the body and she died from something else. Sure. And then just, it didn't, you know, burn her all the way or whatever, right. but. Um, there were smoke particles in her lungs. Oh, that's bad. That means she was alive when she was burning. Yeah, which shows right? someone was alive while she was burning. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I know that shit, man. Crime scene investigator over here. <laughs> well, if you're not, if you're breathing, that's the only way for that shit to get into your yeah, lungs. for real. Yikes. He also found a trace of petrol in the ground. Petrol. Petrol. So fuel in it. Yeah. Big gas. Gasoline <laughs> in it. Underneath her body, which means we can state with certainty that petrol had been used to set her on fire. Ugh. Fuel. Yeah. Uh, she had a high concentration of carbon monoxide in her blood mm-hmm. from inhaling that them fumes. Fuck. So Ow. Experts also established that there were about 50 to 70 sleeping pills. <gasps> From a foreign brand called Phenomol in her stomach. That's crazy that they can figure that out. He could have laid anywhere in the room. He laid right, right, right on, on the, the paper. paper. <laughs> uh, although they had not been fully absorbed into her bloodstream before she died, so it was not enough to kill her at this point. Uh-huh. It hadn't been what killed her. Right. Or, well, let's just hope it, it was enough that to knock her out. Yeah, like she slept through it. Yeah, she was still breathing. Yeah, she was still breathing when she hit the fire. So I know, but you could you can be like knocked out and still breathing. Yeah. So the cause of death is announced to be a probable suicide. What? Right. A view supported by the Bergen's chief of police. That's dumb as fuck. They got. They have no fucking leads. They have no idea what's. Yeah, going but she on. was on fucking fire. Fire. No one's gonna kill themselves that way. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. So it's like, what did she fucking face? They think that she faced a bunch of sleeping pills. And then was like, I'm going to light myself on fire. Oh, fell in a fire? Oh, no. Well, the front half of her body was Yeah, so that doesn't even make sense. Exactly. Exactly. And there was no sign of a fire other than what was on her front part of her body. Exactly. So a lot of people find this hard to believe. Yeah, she was not fucking suicide. And initially, maybe, I don't know. No. That's weird. Yeah, a lot of people just thought that it, like, nobody thought it was suicide. This turned into, like, big news. Because who is she? Yeah. Mysterious death. Yeah. In the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, both the remote spot where her body was found and the method of suicide by fire 
Nobody's doing that. Yeah, it's strange. Like, who? No. People, when they commit suicide, they do it in quick ways or like, wait. No. Go to sleep, yeah. Yeah. Take a bunch of pills and go to sleep. Use a gun and it's over or hang yourself. Like, yeah. No, I'm not going like, to face a bunch of sleeping pills and then, then set, set myself on fire. fire. That's yeah. horrible. Right. Fucked up. So without any further leads, the case is closed. And the woman is buried in February 1971. 1971, excuse me. Uh, police think that the woman may have been Catholic. And they organized what? a Catholic funeral for what her. The, I have why no idea. I have no idea why they thought that. It's so random. Yeah. Uh, according to a police report, the funeral of the funeral, the coffin was de- decorated with lilacs and tulips and the priest conducted a simple ceremony for the unknown woman who was put to the grave in a foreign country without any family present. Police. That, that makes me think of the episode of Shameless we watched where they, um, when people didn't come to claim bodies, they just yeah. like put them all in a, a shared grave. grave? I, if that's real, that's fucking terrible. I know. I wonder. That was, I mean, that would be it's in Chicago. If anybody knows if that's real. Yeah. Hit Ooh. us up. Actually, I don't want to know. <laughs> um, so to this day remains unsolved what yeah um so they buried her in a zinc coffin so that she won't decompose as fast no the coffin won't decompose and they kept an album of photos from the funeral for her relatives in case anybody ever comes to fucking find her yeah so uh one of these dudes called harold olsland was an investigator on the case Uh and was really reluctant to let the case go um, his son, Harold Oslin said, his son, Harold Oslin's son said, my father could never put this case away. He could never accept the fact that they had to close the, the case. Yeah. Yeah. His father had kept several police documents and Tor eventually wrote a book about the Isdell case. What intrigues people is that it's an unsolved mystery. It's almost like following a crime novel, you know, cause she's just this elegant, like bond woman, like bond girl type of a character. Yeah. And like, what the fuck happened? They never couldn't even fucking figure out. And that's exactly like if a spy is compromised, like, you know, get rid of everything, you know, you know, figure it out. You know, maybe she wasn't. I think she might have been an intelligence officer. Like, I think she might have been a spy. There's some like speculation that like somebody saw a woman like walking up the hill being pursued by dudes. But like, it's all hearsay. I have more. But that's that's just one of these things. Uh That's kind of like there there are these ideas that, okay, well. Maybe she got killed. And there's this notion that she, she did. Yeah. Well, also, you can't take 70 fucking sleeping pills and stay awake well enough to arrange it. I mean, maybe, but like, it's just very, all very interesting. I don't know. I think that she had, she knew she was fucked and she tried to kill herself and it, she didn't have time. Man. Man. So, uh, in 2016, the possibility of solving the case. 2016? 2016. So is that like fucking 45 years later? Something like that? 40, 40 something years? Yeah. So it's, uh, the Isdell woman had distinctive teeth. 14 of them were filled. She had gold fillings. Well, oh, okay. Big, that's a big and deal. And she had several gold crowns. This was especially unusual for someone in her age range. And age range. Age range. <laughs> age range. And is not typical of the dental work seen in Norway. Oh. So, um... This dude known or um, Giselle Bang, a professor of dentistry, keeps a woman's jaw in hopes that other experts will recognize the dental work. Wow. After his death, everyone kind of just assumes 
that the jaw was lost or destroyed. Um, what? He died and nobody knows what the fuck happened yeah. to her mouth? Well, hold on. The So, for after he died, they everybody assumed it was destroyed. Forensic doctor Inge Morild, uh, Morild who inherited the Isdell woman files, says he was told the jaw had been thrown away because it was smelling. What the fuck? But after investigative journalists uh, make queries about the Isdell woman, Professor Morlid finds the jaw deep in a cellar at uh, Hawkland University Hospital Forensic Archives. Wow. So they find it after just assuming it was fucking gone. Yeah. Wow. The find gives Norwegian police opportunities to reopen the case and use the latest forensic techniques to try to identify the woman. Yeah. So um, the Norwegian Criminal Investigation Service, or Kripos, and Kripos. Kripos, yeah, and the University of Bergen start conducting isotope analysis of her teeth, looking at the chemical signature left by the elements that made up her teeth as they were being formed. When did they do this? Uh, this would have been like 2016. Oh, okay. So it's the first time Norwegian police have conducted isotope analysis on teeth. But they hope the findings will uh, help pinpoint the region from where she lived. Okay. So an isotope analysis can reveal the type of water the woman drank as she grew up. Whoa. What? Whoa. And which areas the water came from. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, and uh, another isotope analysis which can reflect the types of food the woman ate and the type of soil in the area where she grew up. Dang. Wow. I would hate to have that analysis ran on me. <laughs> what? <laughs> this kid is half Lunchables and half Bud Light. What is? <laughs> where is he from? He's from oh, Texas. Oh no! Uh, DNA analysis is now one of the key tools police use to figure shit out. It yeah. didn't exist back in the 1900s or the 1970s, right? But it turns out several tissue samples from the woman's organs, including from her lungs, heart, adrenal glands, and ovaries, have been stored in the basement of this university hospital. Wow. So they preserved it with the hope, like, okay, well, maybe they'll be able to test this one day. Right, kind of right, fucking, right. It's kind of fucking brilliant. Yeah. So Professor Morold says it has been a custom in most of Norway to keep tissue samples for postmortem examinations. Uh, the samples are useful for repeat examinations and as a source of DNA. Yeah. So, this investigative journalism group and local police agree to send the samples off for DNA analysis. Niles Yarley Jovag, ooh, I butchered that, mm -hmm. head of forensics at the West Police District says it's important to pursue the woman's identity because somewhere in the world, there may be some relatives wondering what happened to her. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? She's somebody's daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We try to identify every unknown body so that relatives can have an answer. That's, that's the right thing. So while they wait for DNA results, uh, NRK, these are these investig investigative journalists, uh -huh. they publish a documentary into the investigation and receive more than 150 tip-offs from people interested in the case. What? Yeah, man. In you get this shit on Reddit. It probably is. I guarantee it is. Oh, my gosh. In Norway, this case is a big enigma for people. There's a lot of people who want some sort of closure on the case. You yeah, know. I fucking want some closure on the case, and too. you just told me about I it. I do, too. Uh, so after months of work, scientists have an extended DNA profile on the woman. The latest results, which were published recently, or no, not recently, it was like 2017, show the woman was from European descent, making the theory that the woman was an agent from Israel much more likely. Wow. Yes. Norwegian police are set to issue... Uh, an Interpol black notice which seeks information on unidentified bodies with the new information. 
European police forces will be asked to check their DNA databases to see if they find a match. But there's not any. There's not been any conclusion on that. Yeah. To this point, if um, if someone in her close family is in a DNA registry somewhere, we'll we'll figure it out. Is what they say. Right. And so. But she didn't have kids. She'd never been pregnant. She never had kids. So it would have to be a parent or a grandparent. I also or an aunt and uncle or something. I also heard that she could have been around forty years old. That's what you said in the beginning. You said between twenty five and forty. So she would have been, and if she was Israeli, she might have been. You know a victim you know not necessarily a victim but alive during the second world war Mm -hmm. so she could have been an operative she could have been a spy she could have had you know reasons to become a spy you know if she was like a a, maybe a jewish woman or something like this to work against forces or what who know who fucking knows but the case has been open for like 45 46 years still unsolved (sighs) and that's the story of the isdell woman jeez uh yeah, man. I think she was totally a fucking spy. I think so, too. Yeah, I think she got... She knew she was fucked and tried to, like, get rid of herself, like... She did not set herself on fire. I am so standing behind that. Why would you fucking kill yourself with pills and then... Or at least attempt to and then... And go out. Why not just be, like, in your hotel room? Right. I think she was... I think they were... She was... They were onto her and she was like, well, I'm gonna fucking make him work for it. But... Yeah. There's so because on the flip side, she could have just been a woman with some mental health issues, undiagnosed mental health issues. That is true. Was just acting erratically. Multiple personalities. Dude gave herself different. There's so many things, and then she did have a mental break and set herself on fire. Yeah, but wow, both scenarios seem just as likely to me. I don't either. I think she was a spy. (sighs) These people didn't say people who. Who had interactions with her said that she was like well put together. Yeah, she, was she wasn't composed. acting erratically. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Outside of the, like moving the furniture out. Sure. That's kind of fucking that is a little weird. weird. Removing all your labels. Yep. Having multiple. Maybe she thought she was being followed. Maybe she thought she was a spy. Maybe she thought she was a spy. <laughs> and maybe she was. Damn. So yeah, man, that's the story of the Isda woman. I've never heard of that. Tight. Good job. Thanks, man. That was in very interesting. You know, I'm trying to step it up in 2021 over here, man. Get some <laughs> good stories. Yeah, I'm glad we broke up last week. Yeah, it would have been fucking... Nobody would have listened to half the two hours. podcast. <laughs> no, good job. That's Thanks, really man. interesting. I want to, like, go... I'm going to go Google yeah, pictures and I, stuff. I learned about it initially on the Supernatural podcast mm. with... What's her name? Flowers? Amy Flowers? Right? Oh, Ashley Flowers. Ashley Flowers. She hosts that. And um, what's funny is... When I looked, when I found that podcast, like her first ten episodes was shit we'd already covered, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" But this is one she had covered a few months ago. Well, I, I did that, that, that I, that's a newer. That's she had Crime Junkie first. So. Yeah, she's still doing that. But like, I know that's I where I that's where I found a lot of. Uh, I, I well, you know, they did um, they did the fucking. That's okay. It's not our podcast. A, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Way to stop me before I did too much of a plug. Anyway, man, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Hope you had a good fucking time. Yeah. Emails that we drink and we know things podcast at Gmail yep. with what you think happened. Tell us what in you this think. Story. I'm sure we'll do a post either on Insta or the Facebook group. Are there pic- so there's pictures of the of there's, the body or no? No, not that I'm sure there are. But I didn't come across any. Uh, what I did there are a lot of like um like sketches of what she looked like. Gotcha. You know what I mean? I didn't know if there was the pictures of her like after how how she was found i mean i'm I'm probably but i mean i haven't i didn't see any yeah that's crazy um but yeah let us know what else you want us to cover 
um anything you know yeah, hit us man. up we don't care yeah, so join the facebook group yeah we're doing we know things podcast all caps on facebook <laughs> for some reason it's that is how it's, it's worded <laughs> i did it <laughs> and uh yeah rate and review us wherever you fucking can please yeah five that means a stars lot to us. please yeah and stay tuned we got more stuff coming for you guys man we hope you guys have a good uh good fucking uh week we're so terrible at these fucking outros man. yeah we need like a pre-recorded fucking like <laughs> just click it and forget it Forget and forget it. Yeah, it's a patented rhyme that I made. Okay, we're going to go yep, now. <laughs> yep. They're not all gems. What can you do? <laughs> Thanks, folks. We'll see you next right. week. Bye. Bye-bye.